Welcome to the Test Kitchen. You are listening to a podcast by Design Bites research team. We bring you bite-sized tips and tricks about food and beverage businesses, as well as interview the change makers in the industry. Join us to the Test Kitchen. Welcome to our second episode, where Mirka Olin, a freelance consultant and the founder of tea company North Tea, shares her experience of developing new products within consumers. Mirka chats together with our professor Tuo Björklund and researcher Hanna Huhtanen. Join Mirka to talk about finding new customer needs and getting outside of your bubbles. Also, we locate the soul of products. Kick back and enjoy! Consumers account for a fifth of the development collaboration that packaged food and beverage companies engage in, particularly for completely new products. Active user communities can extend learning. However, co-creation is still rare. More often, companies limit customer involvement to the final stages of their development process and ad hoc feedback. There's plenty of underutilized potential in collaborating with customers. So we invited Mirka Olin to share her experiences in working together with customers in new product development. Thank you for Mirka joining to our test kitchen by Design Bites today, our second episode today. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Since you have worked a lot in the restaurant world as an entrepreneur and freelancer, developing different products with other companies, what would be your view about designing new products? That's a good question because if we think about product design and if we think about the restaurant world and then the retail world, it's totally a different world because Mm. they have different kind of ideas why they are doing this. I think the main thing for launching new products is that you either want to have more sales or you want to enter a new market or you want new customers. So it's it's very interesting that the motives are so different. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel that the pressure for new products comes from the retail aspect. They think that they would need new products. They want some changes. Sometimes I I think about this, is it so that (laughs) there is an actual need for new stuff or is it for the retail company that they just want to promote that, look, we are getting all this fancy new stuff to our selection? Maybe. Would there be anything how that could be researched in your work? Recently, what I've been doing is creating snack category. But first of all, we started started to make a study. Is there a need for? You can make the study by checking the re- retail stores. Is there a lot of products in that shelf? One way is to ask from your friends. Do they need something? Then you can widen the questions. You can even buy these kind of uh, questionnaires from certain companies. But even the snack category, which I've been studying lately, seems that though we have a lot of products over there, but they don't serve everyone. Okay, that's very interesting. Do you then decide who are you going to offer that product for and who are you leaving outside? Well, well, of course, like if you think about that, the company is already existing. Let's say Coke. That's easy. We all know what is a company. (laughs) So they already know who is consuming their products. Well, I think the whole world is consuming their products, but they know who's not. So then then they can check what are the possibilities on that range of their customers. But if you have a new product, you don't have any sales yet. So then it's a totally different situation. 
So maybe you could add a bit. As a new company, you have limited resources. You might not have the funds to purchase these surveys and so on. How do you get closer to the customer or consumer side? Basically, what what I did with my previous company, Norti, we went through so many stores. And luckily, I had a hobby before even the whole idea of Norti was that I had been taking photos from uh, tea shelves around the world. So I had data already <laughs> existing. So if you think about that, you haven't had this kind of a hobby before, you might just want to send a message to your friends or on LinkedIn or Facebook that, hey guys, could you help me out? Tea, that Could you take pictures of the shelves from your supermarket, from the tea shelves? So now I can imagine you with hundreds of pictures of uh, uh, tea shelves around the world. What do you do with those pictures? Well, then I just look at those. I look at the shapes. I look at the colors. And if I've been so good with my photos, I even see the prices. Like start studying that which are the prices that there's like most of the products, which are the colors that mainly exist on the tea shelf. Which are the shapes? Are they tea bags? Are they loose leaves? So there's so much information which you can take for your own company. How about if you see amazing product in a store? Do you think that you can ask for help from that company to give you any tips and tricks about your development? If you find some like uh, another super cool food company, like what we did, I think we called to Kyrre. Then we go to some ice cream companies and so on. So we just ask, like, you have a super cool brand. What have you done? Where did you find your bottles? Where did you find your packages? They share it if they want to. And I, when you tell that you're not doing the same thing, people normally help you out. But I would say just take a phone and call. <laughs> Looking at food and beverage entrepreneurs in both Finland and Silicon Valley, we've seen most ventures don't have structured processes for gathering feedback early on in the development process. Customers are more often brought in only as a final validation and also for only a short while, such as during a few tasting sessions to fine-tune recipes. While these interactions are often still highly influential, many lessons would be useful a lot earlier. You've had experience in development where consumers' needs become the drivers of the whole development process. How do you motivate consumers to join in on the action before there's a product on the table? People normally, there's, it's inside of us that we want to help. We want to help each other. So all you need to actually do is ask for the help. Could you just answer to my questions? Maybe you, you would like to come and spend a day with us. We will offer the foods and nice atmosphere and you will most certainly get some new ideas for your own. Just offer something. It doesn't have to be stuff. So one of the things you've been working recently with is with Biokian, working together with consumers and, and users in, in the snack category. Maybe you could share a couple of words about why you would want to involve consumers in this case and how did that go that process well the thing is of course that you want to test things when you do this kind of a co-creation is that they bring more than just their ideas they bring that kind of little stuff that actually creates the whole awesome thing with Biokia, i was so surprised how much we got 
how many people applied on our uh, days. Basically, uh, my goal was that I would get 12 people. We got uh, almost 100 applications. 100 people willing to help so that we would have a better snack in the future. So how did you then pick the people from those 100 applicants? What were you looking for? Of course, uh, we had the target group in our mind for who this uh, product is for. Idea was the people from that category, but I also want people out of that category. I want younger people and I want older people and I want people with different backgrounds. How many people did you choose? I choose 20 and from those 20, about 12 to 13 came for every every session so we have had two now and what happened then you brought the 20 or 12 to 13 people in the same space do you talk do you taste things what happens after that point well we were mainly like first of all of course we talked about biogia and uh, what is the whole brand biogia is a consumer brand of kiantama company i've explained why i'm there then everyone had a chance to tell a little about a little about themselves because we need to know who's coming from where and uh, then we started talking about snacks what is snack altogether what are the elements why do you why do we eat snacks why do you want to choose a healthier option if you are hungry what is the point that you actually are willing to pay a bit more about having the snack and uh, then we were talking about our target group and by the end of the first day we actually created new snacks. We had, I believe, five new ideas. What would be like the next snack for Biokia? Some quite big revelations brought up from a meeting with 20 people. Yeah, it, it, it was huge in that sense. But I, I didn't realize like our daily life is so close that you are living in your own bubble. So I know this, that, that oh my God, there's so many bubbles now meeting. Can you share any examples of what would have been surprising viewpoints from your perspective or outside of your bubble? I I don't drive a car. I I don't have a car. I drive if I have a car. But And when I'm moving around the city, I go with bike or bus or tram or metro. So I normally have my whole two hands for eating if I need to do it fast. But with the other bubbles, they use car. They go with car from place A to B. And if they are busy, they need to eat the snack while they drive the car. So you can actually take a lot of information that came from bubbles meeting each other. <laughs> but it was also interesting because on the second day, we were talking more about the end users, the customers. What is the problem that the product solves in their daily life? Is there a need for that kind of a person, for this kind of a snack? So what happens then after the workshop? Do you somehow communicate the results to the users or invite them to another workshop or what's the ending point of the engagement? So I want to keep them close. I want to, because they have helped us, They, I feel that they are already part of this uh, whole Biokia snack. So I also want to keep them as that way. Maybe they are the new brand ambassadors later on, perhaps. Yeah, great. With your diverse experiences, Mirka, could you also share an example on how you might collaborate in developing services in addition to products? With Naughty, we also created this kind of a co-design day 
where we invited a bunch of cafeteria and restaurant and uh, small retail shop owners and end users around the same table. And the whole idea of those meetings was that we have, as a Norti, we had created this wonderful super uh, tea plants with Nordic flavors and with high quality tea. So we wanted to make sure that the same feeling actually carries on in the cafeteria or in the in the restaurants. So in that day we were talking that which are the elements that perhaps in a cafeteria would be needed to create the feeling that we had in the tea. I'm interested of the results, what came out? I, I would say that the perfect thing in a cafeteria or in a restaurant for drinking tea is like um, some kind of a movie scene of a love story when two people meet that you, you just have you meet first you see this oh what a lovely menu and it looks so pretty and you're already feeling a little bit oh this might be might be good and then it's served in a beautiful way and you are even more in the mood that oh this must be spectacular and when you taste it and then the music comes and the couple in the movies kiss that's my <laughs> My idea how the tea, how tea should be served. <laughs> A pretty good serving suggestion. <laughs> it is. But but that that's me also that when I'm creating whatever, so there's always a feeling, and I always want to bring emotion to my stuff. So that's that's probably just me. <laughs> oh. So where does the initial spark to do such collaboration with different stakeholders come from? It's the time when you actually notice that you need to put some extra effort. You see that that maybe you are not able to explain your products or your ideas in a way that people people actually understand what you're doing. Is there something that makes a group easier or more challenging to work with together in such a development context? Well, a group of people is always difficult. There's different kind of personalities, but we all know also that there's a huge potential and huge power in groups. It's just the responsibility is the one who guides the group. She or he has to be very like a neutral, but also inspiring person who actually like gives that kind of idea that let's go crazy. Awesome. So neutral, inspiring, and let's go crazy together. And it also brings that kind of information that you couldn't get from questionnaires. It brings more soul. It brings like you can you can use those little things that people will say. So if you think about development more in general, how spontaneous can you be in developing these new things? How much is planned beforehand and how much do you leave up to the magic of bubbles meeting? I always have like different versions. So basically I have the structure, the basic structure. Then I have like plan B, plan C, plan D. How many plans? Like not so many. I have few plans. And then I just skip stuff. If I see that the people don't actually like understand what I'm saying, it feels that they have nothing to say for this. It's a quite a lot of also this kind of a moment of surprise. <laughs> yeah, thinking all product level, you'll, you've been part in creating a lot of new experiences and products and services. How would you describe your style of developing? That's a question I should think about more. But I, I would say that my way of um, creating is always nature. 
nature is the one that all my ideas comes from traditions. I always try to keep the environmental friendliness. Maybe the nature is there again. Yeah, nature as a guiding line. Exactly. <laughs> I know that we're starting to run out of time, but there is one thing that I'd still like to ask you at least, and that's if we have listeners on the line thinking about starting their or creating their own new products, what would be one takeaway that you'd want to give on what should they experiment with the next time that they're developing something? Well, we need to think about also the stuff that needs to be done, but also the stuff that don't need to be done, like absolutely don't do it. So it would be good to create also those kind of lists that what the product is for because that's all also clarifies why you're doing something something what I, I have noticed with a lot of food companies is that they have a brilliant idea the product tastes good and it, it's absolutely amazing but then the next step is hey let's do a logo or let's do a package for this one so people or companies tend to forget that if you want to create a brand you also need soul for the product so you need to know how the product talks like if the product would be a person just draw clothes for them what kind of colors they would use in their clothes what kind of music they would use would they read what the royals have done on their weekend or would they read what happened in politics and in that way create more flesh on the bones and once you have the good product and the customer will also like it and if there is something that the customer says that it doesn't work in this one listen to that feedback listen the feedback carefully in our previous episode which was our first episode ever we interviewed Mikko Koskinen the co-founder of Kyro Distillery in Finland In this episode, Mikko gives really good advice how to integrate consumer feedback and consumer interaction with your development process. Let him give you a few tips about how to get feedback. We've been trying to tackle it from two angles. One angle is like defining process, uh, but I would say that defining like well-defined process would probably work in a larger organization where it is definitely they can they can be more acceptable for uh, slowness of development uh, they can use more resources for a smaller company i would say that it's uh, it's more about uh, developing a culture that puts the end consumer in the center and that can be quite kind of hard to hard to achieve and it it depends so much on what kind of education people have and we also developed a a tool that enabled us to uh, to get feedback from people that are tasting the whiskey wherever they are in a unified form so that it works as a as part of the uh, the tasting experience but it also gathers data on on how people taste our whiskies so you have the feedback the product you have the soul then you go into the design process because we need more it's not only you're not selling only oatmeal of course we could go on and on but also one thing that i haven't mentioned at all is the marketing that let's let's keep it real that marketing is needed and let's do it in the same way that, that it comes from the company and the customer will give feedback and we take the feedback the product though it would look super cool it doesn't leave from their shelf unless people know about it so we need marketing and co-design is one way also to do marketing so a bit of more heart and soul into the brands and marketing and and co-design process yeah we need heart and soul (laughs) 
Sounds good. Thank you, Milka, for today uh, joining us at Test Kitchen. Thank you. I hope it helps someone. And if the, the someone wants to know more, I always have time for new ideas. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to and Milka. In our next episode, we chatted with Laura Reuter from Nordic Food Tech Venture Capital and Karma Blumet Ferrer, the founder and CEO of Propitat. We touch base on food tech and how food industry and research could collaborate better for the future of food. Karma and Lauri, both being former researchers, have a lot to share about connections between research and entrepreneurship. Join us at our next episode. This podcast was brought to you by Design Bytes Research Team at Design Factory Aalto University in Helsinki, Finland. We investigate food and beverage companies and their co-creation, collaboration and experimentation practices. Thanks for joining.